The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry. It's muscle memory. It's sort of like when WB talents, they're walking down the ramp, they're playing of the crowd. <laughs> you got one again. you got Do one week of this hey friendo steve here and young boy can i say larson at least <laughs> you can say nibon and larson nibon <laughs> and young welcome boy. back to going in raw the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here youtube.com forward slash steven larson and available wherever podcasts can be found we shoot these recaps live on the twitch at twitch.tv forward slash steven larson so hit that follow button and uh and come check it out it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun want to say first uh thanks to everybody uh, who joined us uh, on our live stream, not just on camera, but of course in the chat room, uh, watching along with us as we watch days uh, one and two of WrestleMania. Uh, big shout out to Cal Jack. Uh, thanks for being there with us, buddy. Appreciate it. He gave us a good run for our money uh, for this uh, big red title. Yep. I uh, want to say thanks to Tim Spulak. I yep. uh, want to say thanks to Brian Luckman and congratulations Luckman, yeah. on graduating from the, the yep. school of going in raw. Yep. Uh, Cody Miles, thank you so yep. much. And uh, Cody for running that discord, uh, that contest that he did. Uh, good job awesome with that. Uh, uh, we got to thank B-Man, Patrick Sparks, All Day Real Superstar, Austin Theory. Yep. Uh, joining us for a little bit. And also a uh, shout out to Busted Wide Open. We had a pickums challenge with them. Uh, uh Sir Ian over at Busted Wide Open, he is your winner on the tie breaker. You the, and him tied. We tied. 105 points each. That's crazy. Uh, he thought the Braun Goldberg match lasted about, I don't know, 20 seconds shorter than you did. Mm-hmm. 29 seconds. Mm-hmm. Matter of 29 seconds. Mm-hmm. If you'd said four minutes or under, you'd be the winner right now. Therefore, uh, we will be punished by them. Uh, punishment to be announced. But congratulations. Uh, and if you haven't gone and subscribed to their channel, Please do so. Busted wide open on Twitter, on uh, YouTube. Uh, great stuff. I am happy to say though that we did. We were able to convince a lot of our subscribers today, a lot of our uh, our chatters today, to mm-hmm. go over to the Busted Wide Open uh, YouTube channel and subscribe. We got them like three hundred subs. So uh, I think we did a good thing today. Uh, I think that was pretty cool. Agreed. I think so too. Uh, and then yeah, Wayne also was on our stream, but whatever. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Anyways, man, so WrestleMania Day 2, uh, this was something else, man. Obviously, it was punctuated the match that everybody's going to be talking about. Similar to last night, everybody's talking about the pre-filmed Boneyard match. Everybody's talking about Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, this was something else, man. This was this was inspiration. The, 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 this, this is what I'll, I'll, I'll lay it out here this way. Uh, the Boneyard match uh, was really fun. It was good. It was like a really good episode of Law & Order. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Firefly Funhouse match was like Zodiac. Yeah, it's you know it's if if we're, if we're using comparable genres in that sense. Interesting, you're for going one, with the police procedural for the metaphorical the, sure, the allegory. Not? Yeah. Whereas uh, Law and Order, a really good episode of Law and Order is wildly entertaining. Yeah. 
it could be really engrossing to yeah. get into it. But that's kind of all it is. There's yeah. some good character work, uh, maybe an interesting plot, mm-hmm. some decent drama. Uh, you, you leave that saying, all right, that's an hour well spent. Whereas Zodiac, there's something there. Yes, it has all those things, but also has depth, mm-hmm. uh, 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 character development beyond your wildest imaginations. So, and, and multiple things that demand multiple viewings. Mm-hmm. And that exact, that's exactly what this Firefly Funhouse match had. Like, I got the broad strokes. I got the beats they were hitting. Uh, all the same. I feel like there's little things in there that I missed that I could watch five times and still learn new things. Um, it was, I say this without a hint of irony, it was an absolute work of art. Yeah, it. I, I would I would compare, if we're comparing things, I'd compare uh, the Boneyard match to perhaps a climactic season-ending scene from Sons of Anarchy and then the the bone the uh, the Firefly Funhouse match to perhaps one of the better episodes of Twin Peaks um, because holy crap this was this was absolutely a work of art the fact that John Cena stepped in there and and gave everything he had to make this work the fact that we're assuming uh, Bray Wyatt and it's going to be interesting at the end of the day to see what the creative process maybe someday uh, we'll find out what the creative process is here with the Firefly mm-hmm. Funhouse match. But man, I, I was riveted. I was entertained. I was shocked that they went where they went. Um, it, this was this was amazing. It's funny, man, because like you know, I was thinking about this today. I wonder if one of the reasons why Vince and this, this might this maybe is just completely out of the realm of possibility. I wonder if one of the reasons why Vince feels the freedom to do what he does the way he does it, not just not just because he's been so successful at it. But, you know, when he pisses us off with things like, hey, let's not even explain where Roman is. Mm-hmm. Let's do these little things that sort of piss off the audience because he knows that it's just a matter of time before his company, somebody in his creative department comes up with something that will steal that buzz, but in a positive way. Because mm-hmm. for every time I'm going to forget about the fact that they didn't mention Roman Reigns, I'm not going to forget about the Boneyard match or the Firefly Funhouse match. I'm not going to forget about those. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if just over the years he's come to understand. Yeah, every time they every time they crucify me, they de- you know they 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 make me a god. Two days later, when I do something really really cool, and I, I, that just seems to be the case. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I think in these circumstances, I might be giving him a tad bit too much credit just because I think uh, circumstances dictated they have to kind of operate on the fly. And I don't know if consciously Vince is like, well, I won't do this because I know this is going to happen. I don't um, think that he thinks that to that detail. I think that over a long period of time, he understands that, yeah, they're pissed off. What do I care? Tomorrow they'll love me. I, I, do, I be, honestly think in, that's in probably a, in a, a broad thing. sense. That could be. That mm-hmm. could be. Um, because, you know, it's, it's interesting to think. Should would this if this was your standard WrestleMania in terms of it being a stadium show, neither of those matches would have happened. The Firefly Funhouse one might have, maybe that could maybe. have. Boneyard That's a for sure. No. What was the original? So wait a second, I forget. Well, the, there were different plans. Well, we, there were rumored different plans going into it. Weren't wasn't there? I forget what. Well, uh, at first it was going to be like they were setting up to be Bray Roman, but then it was mm. you know obviously it was going to be Roman Goldberg and then yeah. Cena. Bray, yeah, and then yeah, I don't think, but I mean, like it, until the was those two matches were confirmed more or less, um, even just by reports prior to the official announcement, there was a lot of you know rumors going around that there was those four guys and some combination, yeah, right, you know? right, right, right. 
Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, I don't know that one. I think that that that'd be an interesting story to tell. That'd be an odd story to tell in the ring. It almost necessitated the boneyard match. Obviously, that would have been yeah in the ring completely. But uh, but yeah, it is it is a situation. I'll be honest with you, man. Like looking at these WrestleManias, I'm looking back at this one. You know, I, I believe with fond memories. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all I, things considered, given the hand they were dealt, um, yeah, the there, these a couple finishes that were a bit of head scratchers. Uh, the the Edge Orton match went on way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but by and large, everybody busted their butts in the ring, put forth their best effort, and and. It's definitely a show that won't be forgotten, and it definitely won't be listed amongst the worst manias ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was you know the course of the two days, a lot of fun, a lot of interesting twists and turns. They gave us some stuff that we'll never forget. Yeah. Um. So you know, uh, hats off to WWE for delivering under pressure. Um. I'll say this also: it, one of the more interesting things to come out of this was they have advertised Money in the Bank for May. Yeah. That's uh, I'll be honest, shocking. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they so from what we understand, what was uh, I guess confirmed? Didn't Ryan Satin have this? And it was no? Russell votes that said that essentially, like, don't plan on uh, money in the bank happening. Uh, I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I should oh. have finished my thought. Um, from what we understood, all that they had was Raw After Mania film. Yeah, in the can, in the can, in yeah. the can. Um, so, and yeah, I mean, all this, all this talk and granted it's been all on, on us and, and, and new sites who have sources and, and just extrapolating from the current national situation, the the global situation, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, that, Hey, these guys aren't going to be able to shoot anything, but, uh, evidently I would think, I would think, man, that they know something, obviously we don't about the whole thing. Otherwise, why would they? say that they could have a money in the bank in May. I don't know. I mean, obviously, they're totally fine with well, the... Well, I mean, like, we, we had heard that the stay-at-home order in Orange County and Orlando was going to set to expire on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so the plan was to do SmackDown on Friday. Oh. But I thought every, like, I, man, I don't know. I just I just figured everybody's under Unless, the assumption. I don't, know, I, don't, I, I don't know, though. That was just at the time, and subsequently since then, the state, whole state of Florida has been under a stay-home order, and I don't know if that supersedes. I would assume that would supersede whatever Orange County had planned. I wonder if they got some sort of special know. exemption. I wonder. I mean, the McMahons, they're, they are they have their, their hands in politics. That's for yeah. damn sure. Vince was on that call with uh, all the other sports commissioners with, uh, with old Trump. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow! Yep. Oh, yep. you know Vince, you're good. You could do that. You um, you do your thing there. I'll talk to Florida. So somehow, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, uh, decided to label WB as an essential business. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> during this uh, the stay at home period, then I guess maybe we'll get more stuff. Who it knows? seems. I mean, you would think that maybe if they've said, "Hey, we've proven that," a you know, if 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 they're testing. If they've proven that they have, because Stephanie has been very, very upfront about, hey, we are taking all the precautions mm-hmm. that we possibly can. Uh, if they're if they're saying, hey, you know, we're not doing this carny way, we're doing this legit way, Ichiban, not Nibon, um, then uh, then you know, can we get this exe- exemption? Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Would not surprise yeah. me in the least. Yeah. Especially if Vince is like, I've got this other competition, AW. They shot all this stuff already. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, oh, it remains to be man. seen. I imagine we'll hear some. Uh, this week will be interesting in terms of uh, 
news developments mm-hmm. in terms of what we can expect. Joe Warris says Linda is no longer part of the administration. Didn't she leave the administration to start a super PAC for Donald Trump, though? Yeah, to leave one, yeah. <laughs> so if you think... She's still, got, she's still well connected. She's, they're still very well connected people. Yes, yes. Oh, man. So anyway, once you... Yeah, just being part of the administration, hey, that's just step one, man. That's just yeah, step usually one. Usually step one, then either, either from that... You're, you're on the super PAC territory or you're a lobbyist. Exactly, yeah. Those are your two career yep, paths from there. Yep, you're exactly right. And maybe you're then exactly you can circle right. back around to being a politician. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into this. Uh, on the pre-show, that kind of kicked off with the Street Profits promo. Uh, it was kind of middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, we're, it at, was we're at WrestleMania. It was just more evidence that, hey, man, I'd rather just see these guys wrestle. I just want to see them wrestle. Uh, first match of the night on the kickoff show, Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Uh, this was a fun match. They kept it relatively short. Natalia got a bunch of offense in, um, and uh, there was a sequence where they were trying a bunch of roll-ups. Liv eventually got a roll-up to secure the win. One thing I really liked about this match is that they were talking a lot, yeah. and it really added to the character stuff when you can hear that banter. That's one thing I'm going to miss when the crowds come back. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got a we got a, quite a few shows. I mean, we get more shows in the near future before uh, crowds are coming back. Though I think I think you're very right about that. Uh, next, we see Dolph backstage. He's trying to text uh, or talk to. He's leaving a voicemail, I believe, for Mandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonia comes in, um, and he's like, "She won't answer my calls." Uh, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, she's not answering my calls either." Uh, they're both upset that Mandy won't respond to them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, isn't that when I thought, didn't he have like an interview or something? And he said, interview over. Is that later? Uh, that might have been it. Nah, it didn't matter, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, that was it. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So before uh, at, at the, the the start of the show, we got another statement from Stephanie McMahon. Uh, this one was assuming... shorter than night one. It's more or less the same thing, though. Yeah, it was just, hey, uh, we're back for another night. Uh, very unique WrestleMania night, too. Here it is. Weird times we're living in. Uh, let's all be entertained. Yeah, exactly. We got an intro package once again. I think it was the same one they had yesterday. No, it was different. Was it different? Yeah, it was different. I thought I saw somebody in chat complaining it was the same thing. No, I thought it was different. Uh, after that, we had uh, Gronk's intro filmed probably moments after. Dude, uh, literally, it was like, okay, you got the night one intro here, unzip your jacket, and then we'll do night two. Easy, easy. They, they could just check that off. It's always fun checking things off. Dude, man. he was probably the performance center for 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. He walked out with that 24-7 title, didn't he? He did, he All did. Right. Uh, first match of the main card. Uh, I was kind of surprised they, they they kicked off night two with this match, but it was it was a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, these two women laid it all out there, man. They really did. They really Physical. did. Uh, you could tell they came in. They were working their butts off. Uh, it was crisp, physical. Um, they were telling a good story. It all came together. This is a great uh, question here from, uh, sorry, Fear and Loathing in the chat. He says, what was the Raycon sound blast of the night? <laughs> <laughs> It's probably when the the NWO music hit, and I was I was gonna say that too. I was gonna say that too. Not expecting like everything else kind of fit into what they were telling as far as the John Story storyline. Then when they get to NWO Nitro, I'll get to we'll get to it more later. But like in it's just brilliant. It is. So so early on, Rhea hits Riptide. Like uh oh, squash match. Yeah. Charlotte kicks out. Up to this point, no one's kicked out of Riptide. Yeah. 
But Rhea maintains control for a while until Charlotte drapes Rhea's leg over the top rope, starts working the leg. Uh, Charlotte concentrates her offense on the leg. Why? Figure eight. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, that would come into play. Yeah. So there were times where Rhea would mount some sort of uh, uh, comeback and then uh, only for Charlotte to start working that leg again. Several chop blocks, uh, working the knee. At one point, Charlotte tries for a figure eight. Rhea escapes that, reverses it into a reverse cloverleaf. Uh, Charlotte escapes that, tries again for the figure four. Rhea fends her off. Uh, Charlotte's up top. She goes for the mood salt. Rhea gets her feet up. Um, and then Charlotte responds with a spear. And then she locks in the figure four. And Rhea's, you know, scrambling, trying to get to the to the ropes. Charlotte sinks in that figure eight. Mm-hmm. And again, Rhea's taking, it's not, it wasn't like a ton of time. But she was trying to. You could see her looking around, trying to find a way to get out of the situation. Realize she's stuck, and then she has to tap out. Yeah, but that's a situation where the like the the attacks that Charlotte was doing on Rhea's knee. Mm-hmm. There was two chop blocks that looked legit. They looked, they looked, yeah, they looked like she, the the knee had been thoroughly tweaked. Buckled, and then when yeah. when she was in that figure eight, man, her legs were locked in. It was like mm-hmm. the first time I've actually seen the figure four, like you know, uh, 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 leg positioning, where it was like, wow. See, that's actually locked in. I just, yeah. <laughs> like, usually yeah. it's like, oh, you can get out of that easily. This yeah. looked great. This looked really good. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it's disappointing to see Rhea lose. Um, that being said. You know what, man? I liked it's, how unpredictable. It's, it's, yeah, it's unpredictable. It offers different possibilities where they can go with this. You know, our, I think our concern is Rhea's great. We've seen plenty of NXT Women's Champions who have had long uh, reigns as champion. It's kind of nice to see the belt you know, be hot potato a little bit, if you will. I agree. It's been too long, man. Shayna had that title forever, like a record-breaking, and she had it after the last record-breaking mm-hmm. reign. So it is good to see that, and it's good to have them mix it up a little bit. Um, and I like also that, you know, Charlotte's presence on NXT didn't exactly pop ratings, but I'm glad that they didn't let that deter them from telling whatever story they want to tell with her. She yeah. ain't doing a whole hell of a lot on main roster. She's literally already done everything She's she possibly done could. And maybe there's a situation where they looked on paper as like, okay, which in their minds, which match do we think needs to have the huge baby face win in front of the large crowd? Mm-hmm. And this is the one they felt needed that. I wonder, and this is, this is, I almost feel stupid suggesting this, but is any of this going to be related to, because they haven't used them at all to the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen thing. Is it possible that they're going to bring Charlotte into NXT to advance that they haven't done anything with Jessamine? Oh, I would, I would no. I mean, if Shayna was still around, maybe, yeah, maybe she will be around still. I don't know, but I haven't seen them do anything with Jessamine Duke no, and Rena Shafir. No, yeah, no, 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 I'd be, I'd be absolutely shocked if that was part like, of they don't even know what they're it. doing like next week. No, no, <laughs> let alone, Two years from now, whenever they're going to be able to wrestle. Yeah, no. Anyways. Um, so anyways, you know, the, the result, again, was somewhat disappointing, but the match was fantastic. It was a really good match. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, this match actually did happen. Joe Horace says, are Duke and Shafir still in the company? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, Jessamine Duke just had surgery. That's what Mr. Forbesy says. Oh, okay. I know she's been on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we had Aleister Black versus Bob Lashley. Bob Lashley was not in quarantine for WrestleMania. This match did happen. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. It wasn't that long, but it was definitely one of Bob Lashley's best matches since uh, rejoining WWE. He had pants, too. He had great-looking pants. He had really good-looking awesome. pants. Yeah. And they weren't, like, elaborate. 
They weren't like super Yeah, no, fancy. I'll be honest with you. I kind of feel like it's just the newness of it. Part of it. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, gold and black. This great color scheme. Anything looks good on him. And yeah, gold yeah. and black especially. Gold looks great on people. Yeah. It's great. Up it against great black looks scheme. amazing. It was, it was, the design was simple. wasn't too much. It was yeah. great. Yeah, I don't think stuff. it was just the newness. I think they were, they were good looking pants. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if they don't do something cool with Bob, but with Bob Lashley, like it's just going to be boring again. Oh yeah. <laughs> pants ain't going to tonight. Pants ain't going to change that. Some great pants didn't make a world of difference. Let's talk about the horns on Alistair Black's shoulders. Those, those might've been a bit much. What? He looked uncomfortable in him. That's why That's it seemed I mean. like a bit I think, much. I think it was uncomfortable for him. That's why it was a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Bob Lashley went for a spear, ate a knee from Alistair Black. He took control. Bob Lashley, this is a great. He had him up towards the finish of the match, oh, up gosh. for a dominator. And Lana yells at him to instead do a spear. And he puts down Alistair Black and goes. Blows a kiss. Does that to Lana, blows her a kiss. Uh, and then uh, he sets him up, and then but he just eats a black mass, and Alistair yeah. black out the win. Yeah, he so, charges towards Alistair. Alistair hits black mass. Not shocking at all. No, I mean this could be the start of the end for uh, Bob Lashley and Lana. They maybe they need to start. More importantly, they need to start doing something more interesting character-wise with Alistair Black. Like they've stripped him of his mystique thanks to that silly room stuff for a year, mm-hmm. and then and then this meaningless win. Like that rumble, that rumble, you know, he is, he, he lacks, he is so lacking in anything interesting that if they had pulled the trigger on that rumble win, uh, they would have done like a match and taken it back away from him. I know. (laughs) They would have missed Mr. Kennedy. Or he would have faced Brock and then this got squashed. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Uh, after that we had a Sasha and Bailey interview. Um, and so when they're both being interviewed, they're all, yeah, team, you know, no, we're not going to, you know, go against each other. No, we're all about uh, sticking by each other. And then if it's just down to the two of us, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And then mm-hmm. Bailey goes off and leaves. And then uh, Sasha is asked, you know, hey, you've never actually won the SmackDown Women's title. Yeah. And so she looks at Kayla and, she, and Kayla, I think, says, well, how do you how do you feel about that? And she just looks at Kayla and says, well, just wait and see what happens. Ooh. foreshadowing maybe yeah maybe after that we had a a gronk interview where the host was asked about the 24 24 7 title bit from the uh the day before he says i want that title by the end of the night Ooh, Mm -hmm. but he's got to pin his best friend mojo to get mojo but can he do it will he do it will he do it yeah can he do it yeah oh yes yeah he can but will he (laughs) Remains to be seen. Yes. Uh, next, we had an Otis and Dolph recap. And, of course, when you see the recap, you, need, you know the match is happening next. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one of your most anticipated matches of the night, Steve. Did it deliver? Yeah, man. I thought it was great. I really The finish was great, man. It started off really fast. Or, sorry, Otis started off really fast. But Dolph super kicked him out of the ring with a really, man, he slapped his leg hard on that one. Yeah, he did. It was great. Uh, he took control. Otis started his comeback, of course, with man, some hip, hip thrusts. Air humping. Air hip humping. Thrust, yeah. I'm horny. Uh, he dropped Dolph with a with a couple of huge clotheslines, a body slam. He rams Dolph into the ring post. He had a pop up power slam that looked great. Sets up for an elbow. Sonya Deville, who not had just come- an elbow, the caterpillar elbow. Yes, sorry, sorry. Uh, Sonya Deville, who had come to the ring with Dolph, mm-hmm. uh, got up on the apron and distracted the ref, and Otis didn't drop the elbow. No, he's, he got distracted. He's like, oh, what's going on here? 
Meanwhile, Cal is yelling at him to drop the elbow. Yeah, he's saying, just drop the elbow. Yeah. So the ref is attracted by Sonya. Otis is attracted by Sonya. This allows Dolph to come behind uh, Otis and kick him square in the front area. Oh, yeah, the kick, yeah. And then this brings Mandy out. Yes! So Mandy, she comes storming out. Uh, Sonya gets off the apron, gets in her face. Mandy slaps her. Oh, deck Sonya. Um, uh, the rest distracted, so she can low blow Dolph. Yes. And then Dolph, or sorry, Otis hits the caterpillar el- elbow to get the win. Yeah, afterwards. and the gal, because then Mandy Rose comes in. She, you know, does the arm raise thing. She gets into his arms. He's carrying her like it's officer and a gentleman. Yep. And then plants a big old smooch on her. Yep. Oh man, it was. And then he, they get out, and then he gets her back up, and he carries her out. Yeah. Officer and a gentleman, man. They love these '80s movies. They do. A love <laughs> connection, perhaps, has been made. <laughs> exactly. Perhaps yeah. now, if, if SmackDown is to happen, are we gonna get more of, of this? So this, I hope so. This is the match that really, really needed the crowd. Yes. This crowd would have been all over this. It's been such a wonderfully built. Uh, feud that has been very simple, very straightforward. I know there was the goofiness on SmackDown with the Mustafa Ali hacker stuff. Yeah, I was kind of wondering if they're going to have the hacker involved in this, too. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming Dolph's going to move. Yeah, Dolph will probably move on, but they're going to continue. I mean, Otis and Mandy are going to be a thing, and who knows how that's going to play out. But this was a very, very simply... And and the thing is, it got by on the strength of its performers. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't cast this any better. You, You really can't. Um, and Otis, everybody loves Otis. He's he's absolutely great at the job that he does. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it more. I'm, I'm looking forward to making fun of it more um, because there there's plenty there to make fun of, but I do that with, with reverence because I really like this feud. Yes, yes. You love it, I dare say. Speaking I of love. I do love it. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Next up. Edge, Edge versus you, you know me. Randall Orton. You think you know me. I hear voices in my you think you know me. Dun, 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 dun. So Edge comes out first. Cue Randall Orton's music. No Randall Orton. Edge. Mm. He's a, he's got tunnel vision on that ramp. He's he maybe wants, he's thinking maybe he's quarantining. Maybe. So he's got tunnel vision on that ramp. He's not looking around anywhere. Uh in runs Orton, uh dressed in all black, RKO's. And so he takes his stuff off. He's got his ring gear underneath. And we go to replay from a different angle. Orton was disguised as cameraman. Dropped camera. Didn't know that he moonlighted as a, as a union I camera guy. I did not know that either. Yeah. Drops with RKO. And so the ref goes to, to Edge. So the match hasn't started yet. It's like, hey, do you want to go? And Edge says, yeah. Bang. Another RKO. Uh, Edge rolls out of the ring. Stands up a little bit to break the 10 count. It's the last man standing match. Uh, and then Orton nails him with the camera. And then they proceed to brawl basically all around the performance center. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great having Cal here because he's saying, oh, this is where they're at. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. where they're at. Yeah, that's right. So they went to the weight room. Um, they entered there. Orton had control. Edge takes control there because he drop kicks them. They start brawling back towards the PC entrance, then back towards ringside where uh, Randy rams Edge into one of those giant LED columns they have set up instead of chairs, toss them over the barricade. 
Then they brawl back into the hallway, into the conference room where the Gargano Ciampa brawl started. Mm-hmm. Um, in there, they had some sort of netting, like wire mesh, uh, on the roof. So it was a cool spot where Orton was laid out of the table. Edge grabbed that, lifted himself up, dropped an elbow on Randy. Uh, they eventually brawl into some sort of storage area, which Cal said was in a separate building. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, in there, they happened to have some ring steps. Orton rams uh, uh, Edge's head to those. Um, they uh, they brawl to like this little interview set they have there where Edge throws a sandbag at Orton, um, and then Edge puts Orton on a table, climbs up a ladder to the top of like a, a storage cage, drops an elbow from him off on him on there. Um, they brawl over to where there's a pickup with a truck bed liner or topper on there. Orton hits a draping DDT off the cab of the truck onto the bed cover, and there's a production truck there, uh, just like you would find in any of the video games. They climb up there. Uh, Orton is getting ready for a punt. Instead, he eats a spear from Edge. Mm-hmm. Edge goes for another spear. Orton counters with an RKO. That was a pretty cool sequence. Then yeah. Orton goes back down the floor, taking his sweet time, uh, brings a couple of chairs, hits Edge with one, sets up for a concerto. Uh, Edge gets up, locks in an arm triangle till Orton passes out. Orton falls on one of the chair. Uh, Edge grabs the other one. He tells the ref to stop counting. And he's like really milking the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy, he said, you know, hey, Orton's like basically a brother to him. Um, but he's got to do this. Uh, hits him with a concerto. Ref starts counting again. Uh, Edge wins. Um, fine enough match. It was probably 10 minutes too long. 10 to 15 minutes too long. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, There's just I under- a lot of brawling. I understand the philosophy of, hey, people, this is the first Edge match in nine years. People want mm-hmm. Edge. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, you, you want to leave them wanting a bit more as well, maybe. Yeah. So, it was just really long. It was very, very long. And it was, it was somebody in chat said it perfectly. It was a very plodding match. Yeah. Yeah. Because even, like, the, the Rhea-Charlotte match was a decent length. Yeah. But it was just. It was bang, bang, bang. Bang, 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 bang. Totally, There was yeah. no left in the pace of that match. It was really good for that. It, for many reasons for that. Um, and this one just, it just. I thought the beginning of night two had such good energy in terms of the pace of the matches. This killed it. Yeah. And it really just dragged it down. Yeah. This again, I think this also, it's funny because even without a crowd, the Otis one, Otis Dolph really managed to deliver. It was Mm -hmm. a fairly quick match. Uh, It was booked, you know, beat by beat what the story should have been without any extra fat on it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you know, it didn't overstay its welcome at all. Mm -hmm. It did what it needed to do. Um, this uh, did a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, this 24-7 segment where there was a brawl. Uh, so everybody it comes straight. Mojo, and then a bunch of people. I didn't recognize anybody. I assume these are like NXT deep cuts. Yeah. Or simply uh, local people. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't recognize anybody. Um, and any, yeah, it was, it was kind of bizarre. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so there's a brawling- big brawl. They're brought to the, the the foot of the perch. Yeah, and, so Gronk goes. He's up on the perch and he does a coffin drop off yeah. the perch. Yeah, and they catch him very nicely. He and, takes out uh, everybody. Yeah, and he uh, he pins uh, Mojo, gets the title, runs off. He's new 24 seven champion. Seven eleven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had the Raw Tag Team Title Match: Angel Garza and Austin Theory, All Day Real Superstar B Man Patrick Sparks, taking on Street Profits. Uh, they kept this match pretty short. Yeah, they did. Um, uh, I, I'm guessing because 
uh, most people realize that two fairly recent NXT call-ups, including one that is called up a week ago, <laughs> weren't going to win the Raw Tag Team titles. Right, uh, exactly. But this the, the Street Profits win was set up to crescendo with what is, I would assume, the official call-up of one Bianca Belair yeah. to the Raw roster. That was so, rad. That is a moment I really wish. Although, A, she looked like she was happy as can be. In the moment, and then I saw some pictures on Twitter where they were taking the, like some official pictures. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you know, on their shoulders still. Um, it, it, this, this, I really wish it was in front of a crowd. I think the crowd I would know. have popped for this. I, I know, think she's too. awesome. And, uh, and yeah, she looked like she was in seventh heaven getting to be, you know, she was, when she was up on their shoulders, she was, uh, rubbing her husband, uh, Montez yeah. Ford's head. Uh, yeah. I thought it was really cute. It was really, it, it was, was really cool. good. Uh, the finish this match saw Garza set up for a wing clipper. Uh, Ford hits him with an Enzigiri. Uh, Dawkins and Austin Theory are in. Uh, Austin Theory uh, hits a TKO on Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Ford breaks it up with a frog splash, and Dawkins just uh, you know rolls over, covers Theory to get the win. Garza and Theory then proceed to beat down Montez after the bell. Uh, and that's when Bianca runs out, hits KOD on Zelina and uh, Street Profits, and Bianca celebrate together. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, after that, because Gronk had uh, absconded with the belt, uh, Titus O'Neil took over as host. And uh, when I saw him standing there uh, looking like he's about to give a TED Talk, I was thinking to myself, man, how cool it would be if he was like a general manager. I think it would be really cool. I kind of oh, feel great. like Raw Raw could use like a, a general manager, like, you know, just a face to to be the guy who's like booking the matches and stuff. I think it'd be great. Yeah. I like Titus. Me too. After uh, that, we had the five-pack challenge, the fatal five-way. Yeah. For the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship. Women's t- championship. So uh, as anticipated, um, we all kind of thought that everybody kind of gang up on Tamina to, to, to eliminate her first. And they tried initially. She fends them off a couple times. Uh, eventually, they knock her out of the ring. Um, Sasha and Bayley then proceed to team up. They try to pin Lacey Evans together. She kicks out. Uh, and then for a brief spell, Naomi and Lacey are teaming up to get Sasha and Bayley out of the ring. Then they fight for a little bit. Tamina's back in. She drops everybody. But then she's pretty like casual about getting pinned. She just like puts her foot on people like uh, and tries to pin them that way rather than actually doing a cover. Yeah, and yeah. So she can't pin anybody. <laughs> and so at one point you have Sasha, Tamina, and Naomi in the ring. Team Bad. They all put their fists in the middle. They fist bump. You think Team Bad reunion? Hey, cool. let me ask you something. What their fist bump was like a very specific. Wasn't it like all on top of each other or something? Yeah, I think so. Would you have you known can't do the shield thing. if that was trivia? Did, so did they do that very specific fist bump type thing back in the day? I don't remember, but on SmackDown, when Sasha offered her the fist and Michael Cole mentioned uh, Team Bad, otherwise oh. I, it probably would have escaped me. Oh, okay. So if it was trivia and they said, what was their fist bump? I would not have known. I, I've said, well, you said what it is. I'd have been bump. like, I'll be honest with you. If you ask me who was in Team Bad, I'm not sure I'd even know. <laughs> oh, that I remember that. Yeah, I would say I, I remember them being. No, I remember them being in a team. I remember Sasha being in a team. I'm not sure I would have remembered who it was with. <laughs> I remember that spell because Naomi seemed like she was not having fun being a heel. <laughs> yeah, that's probably I blocked it from my memory. Uh, I remember so the, the, the 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 what were they called? The submission sorority. Yeah, they changed that name, and they had to change that to like Team PCB. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was all bad. Like, who's coming up with these names? They're the terrible. Names are terrible. The names They've are always terrible. been terrible. Um, so we think we're getting a team bad reunion. No, to me, the super kick Sasha, and I think drops Naomi with a, a Samoa drop. Um, and that's when all everybody else hits a top rope move on Tamina. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Bailey hits the elbow, 
uh, Sashi hits a frog splash, Lacey Evans hits the moonsault, and then Naomi hits the split-legged moonsault. Yeah. They all cover Tamina first eliminated. Yep. Uh, Naomi goes on a run then. Uh, she locks Sasha into that cool submission move she has. Uh, Bailey breaks it up with a running knee, and then Sasha uh, hits the backstabber bank statement. Naomi taps. So now we get Bailey and Sasha against Lacey Evans. They all have history, of course. Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, Bailey's priming to, to knee uh, Lacey Evans in the corner. I believe Sasha's like kind of holding Lacey there. Lacey escapes, so Bailey accidentally knees Sasha. Um, Lacey's going for a roll-up, can't get it. Uh, Bailey hits a knee, goes for the cover. Lacey kicks out. So Sasha comes back in, and she gets in Bailey's face, and they're arguing back and forth. Um, and ba- ba- Bailey's like, all right, let's get through this match. We'll talk about it later. Let's mm-hmm. just get through this match. We'll talk about it later. And there's this great sequence where uh, uh, Lacey comes from behind Sasha. Bailey pushes Sasha out of the way, but, it, but ba- Sasha ends up being a huge woman's right. Yeah. And that was great. Yeah, that was rad. And then uh, Lacey pins Sasha while Bailey leans against the ropes and just watches it happen. She well, doesn't try to break it up. Bailey was sort of recovering from the sequence. Mm-hmm. And she sold it not like she was hesitating. She sold it like she was shocked at what was happening because it was happening so fast. That's I know, but but you but you know if someone whose mind is like, oh, my friend is maybe turning on me, could see that and think, you just let me get pinned. Yeah. Oh no no yeah yeah. From Sasha's point of view, storyline, you're absolutely right. The way Bailey sold it though, it was what the like. I'm still kind of recovering from this, but no, I I am sure. But then you know, so it was sort of surprising how this uh, finish eventually went down because then Lacey Evans she took control. Yeah, Lacey. uh, Well, first Bailey ties Lacey to the corner with the Mm. ring rope by the wrist. Yeah, starts beating on her, and then uh, she charges towards Lacey. Lacey hits her with a boot, unties herself, goes on a run. Hits a moonsault. Bailey kicks out, and then since it's uh, a five a five way match, no DQ. Sasha uh, coming to from the woman's right runs back in, hits a backstabber on Lacey. Uh, Bailey follows with the rose plant. Have they even have they named it something di- different? Are they still just called the rose plant? Um, I don't know. Had they? I because I, I knew that that was the name when she was back on the Indies, right? Yeah. yeah. Have they actually dubbed it the rose plant on TV? I don't recall. Okay. So she hits that for the win, and then Sasha comes in, puts the Bailey the the belt around Bailey, and raises her arm. So I'm guessing at this point, Sasha, uh, her her thing is now. Well, I feel like my friend's turning on me. I feel like this is falling apart. And if I'm gonna beat her, I want to make sure I beat her when the thing she values most is on the line. That being the SmackDown Championship. It's one thing to cost her the match, and, and, and have her lose the belt to Lacey, but it'd probably sting Bailey even more. If I help her win and then I'm the one that takes it off her. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of ambiguity they can play with there. Yes. Oh, man. Next. All right. Let's get into this. Oh, we didn't man. really talk about too much of the head of the show, but there's we could literally spend an entire hour talking about it. I can write a 13-page thesis on this match, man. This is something else. All right. So this is the Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah. So Cena walks down to the ring. Uh, I don't know why you expect the it's a Firefly Funhouse match. Why well, I expect it to happen in the ring. Yeah. Um, and then Bray interrupts. He's in the funhouse. Yes. And, uh, you know, he says some stuff and he says, uh, uh, he goes through a door and he door. says, John Cena, I'm going to make you fight yourself. Something yeah. Like that's that. what it was. Yeah. yeah. Make you fight yourself. He said, John Cena tonight, your opponent is you. Yeah. Something like that. And so he walks to the door and then it zooms in the door. It 
pulls back out. Cena has been teleported to the funhouse. Yeah, and he's and confused the, as hell. Yeah, the Rambling Rabbit shows up, tells uh, Cena, hey, Bray went through that door. Yeah, man. Yeah. Be careful, though. But you went through there. Yeah. So Cena follows, and he enters this dark room. And he's there, and then out of from behind him is Vince Puppet. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and Vince starts giving him the whole spiel about ruthless aggression. Oh, it's so good. And it's like, it's like I don't know, four sentences or so, and they all end with, then you're going to prove you have ruthless aggression. Well, it's taking the little bits. You know, when he did that promo ringside, yeah. we're in the ring with all the superstars ringside. It was taking, like, the, the little bits where he's asking people if they had ruthless aggression. Just kind of a Vince Puppet do it. It was great. From there, we go to... John Cena's debut uh, against Kurt Angle. So intercut was Kurt Angle bits, him actually doing the promo, some footage from all that with Bray kind of recreating that promo, calling out, doing the open challenge. Cena comes out dressed as prototype John Cena, essentially. He's got the little shorts. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, And then... uh, uh, And they uh, have the SmackDown fist. Yes. So like this whole thing was filmed at the uh, at the WWE archives, archives yeah. where yeah. we have a vlog somewhere on our uh, yeah we have a vlog on our channel yep. where we uh, went to the archives uh, for one of the two K things mm-hmm. and uh, they have a ring set up um, that has mm-hmm. very little going on it's basically all just shrouded in black and it's and, not a very large room either and it's not a large room there is not a big gulf between sort of the walls. Mm-hmm. And they said they told us say yeah they they filmed some media stuff here whenever like you uh, see commercials Oscar's promos before her debut was filmed there yes yeah, yeah 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 and so uh, so yeah it was it was you could tell like given that they use so many things from the archive that are there that's there and the SmackDown fist was one of them so they have this giant fist and then Cena sort of comes next to it when he's entering because of yeah. course he can't he debuted on SmackDown SmackDown yeah so he shows up he gets in there. Uh, he gets in the ring and and Bray says, "Look, it's the this the 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 where you had your your first failure. Yeah, you almost got fired. And like Cena's about to punch him because you know he does he decks Kurt. And then uh, Bray says to him, "You can look, but you can't touch." Well, Bray ducks it, unlike yeah. Kurt Angle. And uh, he said, "Ho ho ho! You can look, but you can't touch." Referencing was, another failure of John Cena is a very personal was, one. That was so good. That was really um, good. We go ringside. We see Vince and Mercy the Buzzard, and Vince commentary. has the the patch, the WWF patch on. And Mercy was dressed in Macho Man glasses. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we go to Saturday Night Main Event. So they have the entire promo for Saturday Night Main Event, and it's exactly as it was before, except one of the inserts has Mercy the Buzzard coming out of the box. Oh, it was so good. Um, and then Bray is outside. He's setting for a cage match, and he's kind of doing a Hogan thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, in comes Cena. He's pumping. He's doing uh, bicep curls. And he's referred Ooh. to as Johnny Largemeat. Yeah, Johnny Largemeat. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, Bray's cutting the promo on him. And uh, the whole time, Cena's just pumping iron, pumping iron. And then he, he gasses himself. In the situation where he finally turns to Bray, it's like he wants to hit him, but he has no control over his arms. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so kind of the implication through a lot of, the, a lot of this, the, the middle portion of it, is uh, Cena losing control of himself. Yes. It's like the physical manifestation of Bray uh, uh, playing with his mind, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, we go from there. We go to uh, Thugonomic Cena. Again, SmackDown set. Yeah. Um, and and it, it, he, you know, he's, he's cutting some, uh, some rhymes on 
Bray, he kind of gets his wits back. Yeah, he sort of says, oh, now I'm on him. Yeah, he yeah. says, oh, now I'm the doctor of thugonomics. And so he starts. Yeah, just like he did. And it was the same outfit he wore at WrestleMania last year when he did the same thing with uh, with yep. Elias. Yeah. And so he starts. Yeah, he starts uh, laying some some rhymes on him. But also there's a situation where, you know, Cena tells it himself. His initial run after the angle thing he views as a failure. He was almost fired. It wasn't until he was the th- doctor of thugonomics that he kind of revitalized his career. So it makes sense in terms of the story told here. This is the portion where he would kind of regain control of John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uses and he he when he's spitting these these rhymes at uh, at Bray, he talks about missed opportunities and how that's all he's experienced. Yeah, and then Bray calls. Oh, Bray says, "Oh." You're one to say about missed opportunities. You've never had that. You're WWE's golden goose. Mm-hmm. He says you're a bully. You take the weaknesses of others and turn them into jokes. Mm-hmm. But here, I'll give the floor back to you, John. And so Cena starts uh, dropping some more rhymes. They're pretty lame. Uh, he takes a swing at Bray. Uh, Bray moves again. And this time he has Cena's chain. Well, this time Bray teleports. Yeah. Cena attacks him in the corner, but Bray teleports right. to the other side of the yeah. ring. And that's when he's wrapping his fist already with the chain. Yeah, that is off Cena's neck. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Dex Cena with it. Now we go to Bray, uh, OG Bray. And he's in the old cabin, and he's with got the, the old chair. you know, Waylon Mercy shirt on. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's dropping a promo about how WrestleMania 30 was supposed to be a prophecy fulfilled. And this is where it gets really interesting, because this is where he basically rewrites history. Yeah. And that's what he said. He says, prophecy refilled. Fulfilled, sorry, it was supposed to be, but it was my, the, the the home of my greatest failure. It's intercut with shots of, of that match. Mm-hmm, yeah. He says, but now it's time to rewrite history. And so we're back in the ring, and uh, Bray uh, hands John Cena a chair and says, John Cena, it's your chance to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, your chance to, 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 to make up for your greatest mistake. Yeah. And he says, I want you to hit me. And so Cena swings at him. Bray teleports, disappears. Yeah, and and Cena immediately drops the chair and freaks out over what he's just done because he has just. And what's great about this man, it's and it's so funny because it's the match is so in our wheelhouse because number one, it's the most interdimension tension match we will ever see. This is so interdimension tension, and two, it's the kind of thing that you've often harped on when we talk about Bray Wyatt and his potential and how they should be using him. And we always go back to that WrestleMania match. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, man, they have basically just solved all of these problems. I know. I mean, it's literally (laughs) this match was speaking to us. I know. Exactly. Um, And so we go from that. We go to NWO Nitro. Yeah. And so Bray is in the ring. He's intercut with images of him and Eric Bischoff. Yeah. So he's, yeah. He's, he's got Bischoff, he's got the Bischoff leather jacket on. He has an NWO Wolfpack shirt Wolfpack on. Shirt on. Uh, and and yeah, at first we get like little flashes of uh, of the WCW uh, uh, Nitro opening, but it's like the NWO version of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then he um, introduces in the same way that Eric Bischoff introduced Hulk Hogan. He yeah, introduces Hollywood John. Cena. Yeah, Hollywood Hogan. He introduces John Cena. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So, you know, we, we go off the idea of what, is, what do people have been clamored forcing to do at some point? A heel turn. And there's no there's bigger heel massive. turn than going with the NWO. Exactly. So it's it's Cena finally flipped that switch, swung the chair at Bray, heel turn, referencing Hulk Hogan. Just awesome stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Using so, the lexicon of pro wrestling to tell the story of John Cena, Bray Wyatt. Absolutely great. brilliant. Great. So uh, Hollywood Cena gets in the ring. He poses. I think he takes like a weight belt off or something. He and Bray too sweet. And then uh, eventually Cena kind of shakes out of it, tackles Bray, grounded pound. But we don't really see who he's beating up until it's revealed that it is, in fact, Huskus, the puppy. Yeah. Now, at one point earlier on, people are going to roast us if we don't mention this. At one point early on or earlier than this, uh, they cut to commentary and Vince McMahon says, this is such good shit. Oh, yeah. It was during the... I thought it was during the... What's that? I was during the Thugonomics stuff, or was it? No, maybe it was the SmackDown stuff when Vince and Mercy. I thought it was during the NWO stuff. I thought it was a little bit later during the NWO stuff, but I could be wrong. But in any event, it was awesome. It was great. That was fantastic. So he's beating up Huskus, and then the Fiend appears behind him, Um, locks on the mandible claw, gets him in Sister Abigail position, and in voiceover, we hear what Cena said on his promo the other night in SmackDown that uh, I'm going to finish the job I started six years ago. and then hits him with Sister Abigail, puts another mandible claw on, and then Firefly Funhouse Bray comes out, count the pin. We go to a wide shot. Cena disappears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cena's gone. Who knows where Cena's at now? Again, I'm gonna watch. I got. I got to watch this like three or four or five more times to pick up every little thing. It's there's it's so, so much it, going on here. It's there's so much going on. It's so enjoyable. It's such honestly, it's a celebration of 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 all this stuff as well. I mean, wrestling has such a it's got so much that you can mine and that's one criticism that we often have with the WWE is that they don't mine it enough mm-hmm. um you know there are so many different stories that 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 predate 
you know, when wrestlers come into WWE, you know, like mm-hmm. the whole Bullet Club thing, it's like finally they got around to the OC. But it's mm-hmm. like besides that one match, we never really had Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, and that's nope. that's a match that like you're the the hardcore audience would love to see, and then you can educate the rest of the audience on that history, and and you can just build on it. Yep. And the fact that I mean, obviously WWE used their own history and the history that they own with WCW and the NWO mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to tell this story. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic stuff. It's really good. It was really good. And, and I, as I mentioned on the stream, um, it's going to be hard for me to see Bray ever really ever again in a sort of traditional type wrestling match. Yeah. Like it, it, anything short of something like this in the future is just a huge step down. Yeah, and stuff like this, stuff like this capitalizes on Bray's immense talents way more than anything he he typically does in a wrestling ring. Yeah, I know, but I'm not. Look, man, if I if if the next thing we see is on par with Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt, I'd be totally fine with that. I mean, he's going to have to get in the ring at some point. Yeah. Now, now, no, if they during this period of empty arena stuff, do I want to? I, I think that'd be a little bit weird. They they need whatever they do. I'll put it this way: whatever they do, they need to continue to to give him the green light. Give him the green light on on what he wants to do, because yeah. I kind of I think that, you know, that's going to that's going to be the stuff that really, really works. I mean, man, if they if, if they're paying attention and they see, you know, the Boneyard match and then they see this. I mean, I, I'm really kind of curious. You know, Vince gave the green light to this mm-hmm. and. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel I, I, I doubt that they ever would have ran this past him. I doubt they would have done this without running it past him first. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so I don't know, man. I hopefully he 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 gets it, and yeah. uh, and they let Bray continue to do what he's doing. If not, you know, we'll just have this to appreciate, I guess. I know. Uh, Jonathan says, or sorry, uh, someone says, oh, uh, Ryan Luckman says, don't forget about CM Punk. There was a quick shot. Muxina's failures of CM Punk beat him at Monday in the Bank 2011. Yeah, at one point they Blow did like a, to him. a smash cut of his failures, including him yeah. sitting there against The Rock after he lost. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, technically, CM Punk returned. Yeah, he did. Uh, finally, the main event, Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Uh, this match pretty short, action-packed, infinite finishers. Finisher, 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 finisher. Finisher, finisher, finisher. So, pretty quickly, Drew hits Claymore. Uh, Brock kicks out of that. Drew's setting up for another one. Brock evades it. Suplex city time. I think he drops him with four or five German suplexes. And then Brock hits him with F5. He thinks he's done. Drew kicks out at one. Yeah, like immediately. All that, all that extra work with the gameskeeper paid off. Oh, time to slay the beast. Um, Brock hits another F5. Drew kicks out at two. Another one. Drew kicks out at two. So uh, uh, what did Heyman say to him? Uh, keep he doing can do this keep- all night, but well, he you says, can't keep kicking out. That's That's it. Uh, so he goes for another one. Drew escapes that, hits Claymore, then another one, then another one, and that finally gets him the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Drew is your new WWE champion. And man, when they presented that title to him and he reached out, it was it was like he was just checking to see if it was real. You know, the the mm-hmm. the emotion there, the gratitude. Drew is the real deal, man. He yeah, really man. is. He's great. And it's just it's absolutely fantastic to see that that realization has been made at the top mm-hmm. um my only thing is i want to i want him to keep that edge man i want Same. him to to keep up the violence you know there's a time for charming drew and there's a time for you know beast mode 
for and, kicking uh, people's head off. Yeah, so, and I want I want that to continue. Same. I'm not, you know, I don't know what the future holds with all this stuff, but uh, you know, they got to keep they got to keep the edge up. Yep. All right, we got some uh, some highlighted messages here. The Valak music Smackdown starts Cena's music hits nothing for a few minutes and then Steve comes out doing the whole shtick nowhere else to go now <laughs> that'd be great if they brought a, a, a Cena puppet into the playhouse I know I know yeah, that'd be pretty cool that'd be awesome this is a big deal this is a huge huge deal they yeah. should treat it as such you know I know I know I know I mean essentially Bray has sort of exposed the 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 the, the facade the you know the hypocrisy of the WWE even, you know, know. He, they, know. there's a lot of places they can go. This can be really interesting. Totally. A real examination of the WWE. Yeah. Future, fu- uh, future fortune. Could this night uh, help push brain to kind of a taker supernatural status? The thing about takers that he has longevity. So yeah, it could definitely, it, it's definitely in the right direction. Just needs a long time to really build this up, you know. I mean, yep. Taker Taker yep. ate plenty of losses in his day. He did, but the mystique always stayed, and he 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 could reinvent himself a couple times. So, you know, if if they give Bray uh, carte blanche, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Ryan Luckman does uh, two new younger champions show a sign of trying to make new stars. Does what now? Sorry, does two new younger champions show a sign of trying to make new stars? Uh, time will tell. I, time, time will tell. Yeah, on that time one. will tell. I mean, Vince has to feel some validation for Drew McIntyre. I mean, he dubbed him the chosen one back in the day, and mm-hmm. Drew went away, came back a completely different person, and uh, mm-hmm. and and he gave it to him. So yep. we'll see how long it lasts, and hopefully they give him a, a good a good title reign. Braun so. Strowman, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, Rich. So both men's title matches lasted a combined six minutes and forty five seconds. What total crap? He's not a fan of the short matches. No. Fear and loathing by deleting John Cena from history. Bray has altered time to save us from the virus. <laughs> That's how they were able to announce money in the bank, I guess. Wouldn't it be something if on uh, like the Ben Now Forever thing, they took Cena out of that? Like Cena, like they erased John Cena from WWE history. That a hey, what if they do? What if they do the thing where on the network, you know, it's Batista in singles action. There you go. They did. Uh, uh, Bray Wyatt took over his uh, Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did this, by the way. I get, I mean, I don't. Last I checked, you can't go into Instagram and edit a picture, right? I I didn't think you could. They might know somebody over there. It, it would have to. That would have to be the case. I know. Can you edit a picture here? Edit. You can edit the text. And none of his text is edited. Like all the likes are still like, I have no idea. <laughs> that is incredibly impressive. Yeah, I'm going back and there's some edit stuff. Bunch of weird stone cold. Yeah, there's some like Photoshop. weird like stone. There's like some weird memes. I mean, John Cena's Instagram is always kind of weird to begin with. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know where. I honestly I don't know, don't know don't where know. his end. Like, if any of this is his. Yeah, I don't know either. Because yeah, he would he would post a lot of weird stuff, but. But like, I don't know. It's just like a. It's just like a ton of memes. It, whatever story behind this is going to be is going to be. Yeah, he's got like. I think this entire this entire account has been. He's got a picture of the bad guy from Clash of the Titans. 
the, the 80s movie on there. And like these memes, they're, they're very like the Stone Cold, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. It's it goes back a long way. So I, I it seems that this has all been. There's a funny Rollins one. Um, that this has all been changed. It seems that way. There's like a lot there's, of Joker pictures in here. There's a unity to it that. Uh, one thing that was a hallmark of John Cena's Instagram was that it was uh, incredibly disjointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ganja Gandalf, love when you guys stream with Ricky tonight. You guys should try to stream with him and James Willems next year. We'd love to have James on. Um, him and, and Kovic, that'd be an absolute delight. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was awesome that Ricky joined us for the oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Thanks, Ricky. match. That was awesome. Uh, White Brownie 92, does Raw get back to 2 million tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of buzz coming coming out of WrestleMania. I mean, I don't know what they're where they're gonna go from here. Yeah, uh, dang MQ wouldn't money in the bank violate the CDC's no more than ten people at the same time rule. Again, hey, you know, I, I I find it difficult to believe that they would advertise this if they didn't think that they'd be able to pull something off between yeah, now and then. I don't know, man. Uh, Captain Sin, have either of you watched Edges 24 yet? Have not. I heard it was really good. Um, Jonathan, how long until the gameskeeper turns on Drew for younger talent? Who does he take on to manage? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ryan K. Lamb, when are we getting Drew versus Heath Slater versus Jinder? Three-man band pay-per-view main event for the WWE title. Now, I don't think Jinder should be Drew's next feud. I think Drew's next feud should be meaty in a pretty significant name. Yeah. But down the line, it'd be fun to have a feud between Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. Uh, oh, I agree. I agree totally. Uh, I am the banana. And thank you, I am the banana. Gifted some subs earlier. Uh, Who would you like to see face in the next Boneyard and Funhouse matches? Um, so I like the idea of, of people who are going to be in these matches have to have history behind it. You know what I mean? Number one funhouse match for me has got to be Bray and Roman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. You know what would be rad is at Survivor Series. Uh, I know they they typically do champion versus champion, but what about uh, Drew versus Bray in a funhouse match? That'd be fun. That'd be rad because uh, you can do the three-man match. band thing. Uh, give me the Boneyard match, uh, 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 Damian Priest and Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Teal Jesus Fernandez could they do more Boneyard style matches for Raw and Smackdown during this quarantine that's a possibility yeah I mean dude I don't know I don't know it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here I say, I say that a lot with WWE it's going to be interesting yeah. to see where they go from here uh, Glamorous Jar when is the New Jack Dark Side of the Ring review coming out tomorrow yep tomorrow morning tomorrow morning yeah uh, Nugly Fugget uh, now that Oscar isn't a tag champion anymore, would you like to see her and Kyrie turn on each other and then position them as single stars again? I don't know, man. I think that uh, what do we got going on? Let's see. We've got Becky on Raw, and we've got uh, uh, they got Bailey and Sasha wrapped up on this SmackDown thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I think that Oscar's sort of done everything she that she can do on Raw. Like she just got pinned cleanly by Alexa Bliss. The two a week ago, yeah, uh, and then they lost the tag title. So I honestly don't know. I, I if if I would hope that they would sort of 
get the tag team division in the in, on the women's side of thing moving a little bit more. I know. Um, uh, I know. The mayor Pete says the memes that apparently have been on Cena's thing. They just picked, posted a bunch of brace stuff today. Okay. All right. Uh, Teal Jesus Fernandez says John Cena has always posted weird shit, and that's true. He has always posted weird stuff. Okay. All right. Cool. I just know like he does like all the motivational things on Twitter. And then Instagram is just weirdness. Uh, mm-hmm. Weathered Souls, any surprise predictions for tomorrow? Also, did you know this was Dolph's first single Mania match? Yes. I had heard that. Tomorrow. Yeah, I heard that like a couple like a couple weeks ago. That was going to be his first. Uh, maybe they'll have to take her tomorrow. That'd be cool. To do, to do what? But something. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Luckman says, can we get a big friend over Zoom call for Triple Mania? Uh, no. Uh, M. Stevens, what should Drew's first feud be? Uh, unless they do like a, uh, if, unless they do like a, unless they do like an empty arena, triple mania, but I don't know who knows what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, who should what now? Drew's first feud. Gender. Okay. Right to the first one. Thank you, John Misenberg for the bits. Jonah, Thon, in which way does Cena come back change from this Firefly Funhouse? Uh, he doesn't. He, this is a retirement match he's done. This is it. He's this done. is it. He's this is a great way to be written off TV. He's been he's been erased from WWE history. Yeah. Yeah. That'd uh, be great. Shinobi Raven, how would you bring back Cena for an actual match now? I wouldn't. Wouldn't. Be wouldn't. done. Got he's some done. questions here in the Discord also, Dominist. When will they get it through their heads that in such challenging times, we need a classy, patriotic lady holding the SmackDown ladies title as a symbol of unity for our nation? Uh, again, I'm, I'm assuming Dom is a, is a fan of Lacey Evans, too. Yeah, I was kind of surprised she didn't win that match, but... Uh, Snake Sosa, does this just prove WWE does best when in a corner? I mean, it, 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 there's 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 history there. I wonder if there's a situation too where potentially, uh, when they're in a corner, Vince can't micromanage as much. Mm-hmm. Maybe he actually has to delegate a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if his mandate was like just get something on TV. And then everybody's like, oh, we have sort of a blank check now. We can do whatever we want. And they mm-hmm. actually came through with some really creative stuff. I know. Uh, Ryan Luckman, so the man who tied Ric Flair for world title reigns and kayfabe is non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. from history. Now it's Ric Flair again. Yep. All right, man. Is that it? Sure. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. It's been a hell of a WrestleMania weekend. Yep. We'll be back tomorrow with our uh, weekend roundup news brief. Uh, so thanks everybody for joining us till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.